1: Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast.
2: Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You always
3: follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money.
1: Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on vSENG.
4: We have (laughs) pandemonium on today's show. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VEASAN, uh, the sports (laughs) betting network. Loaded today. A lot of college football. We have the playoff show coming up tonight. We have uh, the trade deadline in the NFL. The sports equinox to recap. A huge week of sports betting on tap. And, oh, by the way, happy Halloween. Trick or treat. For the radio crowd today, I'm not going to do his voice very often because I'll be shot after about 30 seconds. For the TV crowd, how many people do you think know who we are today, Paulie?
3: I was surprised that the guys behind the glass who always do a great job, more of them know who you are than opposed to who I was dressed as. Uh-huh. Uh, mine's a deep dive into college football, but you were I was walking in, you beat me here. And i'm trying to figure and i saw once i you know got around the corner i knew who you were and it's unbelievable with the macho man so you teased it yesterday your wife didn't like it in the genre and you have the voice down and then you know, i also forgot about the slim jim commercials oh he was here that he did and the macho man slim, absolutely helped slim. yeah yeah, no doubt about it. So I go as Bobby Petrino when uh, he was... No, it's very good. He was on the motorcycle with the Guma, And he was like, wait a second, there was someone on the bike? And then he had to do the press conference about what happened. He got hurt, but they found oh, there was someone else on the bike. And lo and behold, it was the gal he's cheating on his wife with. And he got her a job at the administration with the Arkansas University. And it and ultimately cost him what happened to it's Bobby. It's super so, creative, man. Uh-huh, yeah. And the gal, the gal helped me, Shauna helped me with the makeup and stuff. But The makeup, was, the brace right. on, the neck brace, the whole thing. Yeah, I could have done a better job with the, uh, I make sure I have the, uh, the sweater over and the brace tucked in, but I didn't have the right color, but I wanted to make sure you, you were able to see Arkansas football. So, That's very uh, good. Yeah. My
4: first question to you was, was, was that the actual hat that he was wearing as well? Yes. You found the actual the, I, hat? I can't believe it. It's wow. an actual
3: Sugar Bowl hat.
4: Yeah. Yeah. There it is! Oh,
3: hey, yeah, we go. That's yeah, there incredible. There we go. Yeah, so I came. I came pretty close, right? Except just I uh, could have done a better job with the sweater, but yeah, I was on the w- wrong website, whatever. But that was, uh, yeah, I, I can't believe I found an actual uh, innocuous, regular uh, sugar bowl hat. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. Great job. Is. Yeah, I, I have too. spent I've
4: spent the last two weeks watching old Macho Man clips and promos and videos. Yeah. The, uh, the, the, the man, first of all, he, he, I think they went into a, the game plan was just to tell Mean Gene, don't even, just, he's going to say whatever he's going to say and it's not going to make any sense. So we're going to go with that for three minutes. And then he was always like this with the pinky and then the pointing and then, oh, the macho man, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. The most important man in the world, uh-huh. Mean Gene. And he's just like, the way that he would talk down to people, he, I, I can't get enough of it. And there's a, um, there's a comedian, his name is Dan Soder. He plays Maffee on billions. I had no idea until last night. He does the best Randy Macho Man impression I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. He's and so I I have been trying it, but you gotta go so deep and then so gravelly that after like 30 seconds it's shot. I don't know how because you got oh yeah. I mean that's exactly what it is the whole time. Mm-hmm. And the guy was so good at talk he would talk for three, four, five minutes in a row and say nothing. Oh, but,
3: look at the picture. Oh, you nailed it. That is so well done. Flamboyant. I mean, it's just <laughs> like he's on acid, how he's dressing. And I was like most people, you know, like my age growing up, I had a crush on Elizabeth. Oh, who did it? I think the whole country did. Yeah. Uh, the manager and uh, good looking gal. So I, uh, I
4: was so entertained for Macho Man for so many years. I mean, at that age, you know, growing up and wrestling was such a big deal back then. Yeah, how could you not be? So anyway, today's going to be fun. I don't think I can last the whole time with this get up on, though.
3: Yep. Super hot. Is yeah, I'm about- sure it is. Well, you went as uh Teen Wolf one year too, right? Yeah. So I think from a creativity standpoint, we nailed it. I also- came in. Yeah, it was innocuous. Was it last year? No, two years ago I came in as just a uh, some skeleton creature with a, a sickle and everything. But this is uh, you usually win with creativity over the and, and over the years. It's been a fun ride for the six years. It's too. good.
4: We take it seriously. We will yeah. every year as long Joker? as we're on the air here. Okay, yeah. here
3: you go, Joker. Well done. Great job with the face paint. Yeah. That was when the Joaquin Phoenix version was coming out. All right. Okay. Uh, This was easy, but I still one of my favorites. Alan from The Hangover. Uh Not at the table, Carlos. Uh I'm wearing the baby. Yeah, Yeah, you can't see. I I got the baby on there, too, with the getup. And then you did... uh, uh, Yeah, this was the last year. That was last year. Yeah, I went as the nuns in the movie The Town. Underrated movie. Unbelievable. It's very good. Affleck's fantastic. Renner going when they robbed the bank with the nun. I had the little fake gun as well uh, with that outfit. And uh, Uh, that was uh, Dexter last year. Dexter. The the final season
4: of Dexter aired on Showtime. I was a big fan of it. And uh, I I don't know how it came across on TV. People were saying, "I, I don't know what the hell you are. So. Uh, anyway, I well, um, always going to get that. Yeah,
3: there was a guy who didn't know who I was the first year. Like hangover, but the biggest big, biggest of com- all time. comedies of all time. Uh-huh, sure. yeah, yeah.
4: Right. So anyway, it's a Good. Halloween is a big deal out here in Las Vegas. Like today, if Halloween like this past weekend is absolutely bonkers. And I've said this for many, many, many years. If you're single and uh, you don't know what to do um, like this time of year and you want to like maybe try to have some fun. Vegas on Halloween, if you're single, is just extraordinary. So file that one away for uh, years down the road. So, the games that we had (laughs) in play last night. See what I'm saying about this Raiders outfit? Paul, they are such a mess. They are so bad. And yet, I can't believe I'm going to say this. If Jimmy Garoppolo connects with Devontae Adams late, there's a good chance they covered that game.
3: Oh, they would have, yes.
4: Well, because I don't think Detroit would have done anything. Which
3: one? The 98-yarder or the other one? No, the other one. That was wide open. That should have been a touchdown. Adams after the game, I don't know what to say. Uh, you know, well, well he was if, terrible anyway, dropping passes well, again. Know, but he's wide open for two touchdowns and he misses them. And in Garoppolo again, he's thrown an interception in every game. And uh, you know, I, I think you're you're delusional with this Jet stuff. But I, I think I I thought there was hope here for the Raiders. I mean, you you see they have the pieces, right? But again, much like the Jets, now the Raiders have a, a, a average defense at best. But the Jets certainly they they can be nasty. But this, you see, they have the pieces, but they need a quarterback. And, and Jimmy, come on, if he's not turning it over, he's missing guys wide open. So every game with their team total has gone under. The only time they cracked 20 was the safety against the Patriots. And here they are with the chance to win. I mean, They were totally dominated. And Detroit's letting them hang around. I don't know what Goff's doing with the picks. Who's he throwing to? Peters has the house call. But, I mean, you, you can't get the backdoor cover. Adams is wide open twice, mm. and they lose the game. So now they're 3-5, and five, and they're going to have to win these next two games out here or the season's over. You get the Giants and Jets at home because you got Miami. You have the Kansas City you haven't played yet. So ah, that's a crusher for the Raiders. But, again, just horrible. Garoppolo had 80 yards late in the game. Come on, Jimmy. They
4: were outgained like almost 500 yards to like 160 in that range, and the Lions were living inside the third. They had six yes. straight drives inside the Raiders' 30-yard line last night, and they could not put him away. That I mean, that game should have been 50 to seven last night. Yep. And you're exactly yep. right, Jared Goff. I mean, that's you're going to get a little bit of the bad still with this guy. A lot of good too. I mean, his first half was awesome. And then he comes out and he throws that Mickey Mouse pass that's taken back to
3: Pater for a touchdown. Like, what What was that? I can't Who, who makes that throw? That, yeah, I'm a little concerned now. I mean, going back to the last four games, we're seeing the golf of old. And the reason why the Rams couldn't wait to unload him. Which I guess it won't matter till January. Because they're going to win the division and probably win 11 games. But uh, that, that is making some horrible throws here.
4: Yeah, he is. Well, I will say this. I actually think that they're in play now with the Niners losing three straight. They might be in play for the one seed in the NFC because the Eagles, as we all know now, they
3: have that. Uh, oh, interesting. Could 12 wins get it done? I think so, yeah. You might have something there. Yep. But uh, that's a little aggressive. But, you know, I, I, maybe, I, I, it Well, is. no, but based on the other schedules yeah. that these teams have, I mean, you could say the same thing about over wins the NFC South. I don't think they're any good, but the schedule's so easy. 11, 12 wins might get it done, mm-hmm. and it could be chaos. So, certainly, there's a lot of winnable games. For Detroit coming up in six and two, and they hit the bye. I tell you what I'd like to see today. It
4: just it, it appears as if Adams has like no interest at this point to be a Raider. That's the biggest name that I want to see move today. I don't think they will, but on deadline day today, wow. I would love it if we're, if we're breaking news later on this in the show. That's hey, look at this. They got a second round pick and a fifth round pick for Devontae Adams. They're moving on from him.
3: Well, it was the whole thing. It, it's everyone's tweeting McDaniel's. You're allowed to throw to him. I mean, he didn't have a catch till late in the game, and then of course. He has the drop, and then Garoppolo misses him for a 98-yard touchdown, and then the other bomb would have been a touchdown. So tar- he's, just, he's just losing his mind.
4: Yeah, he, and he never had like, any early targets uh, in the game yeah. either.
3: I mean, what's the point? Just ship him out if you're not going to use him. I would. Just, yeah. sure. Plus, and he's, he's got to be miserable. Because he wanted to play with Carr, and now Carr's gone. Yeah. And he stuck with Garoppolo, and he's either hurt or throwing interceptions. So, I mean, I know Jimmy's won a lot of games, as I talked about, but oh boy, was he pathetic. Jimmy, I, just, come on. I,
4: I don't know how the Raiders have three wins. Yeah, I, I really—I I mean, I sit there and I scratch my head every time I watch him play. I'm like,
3: this now, team is absolute yeah. trash, and yet they might win six, seven games. Well, I'm fired up for Detroit. you got to be. This is great for the league, and they said it last night on the broadcast. They haven't hosted a playoff game since 1993. Think about that. So they're definitely in play for that, and it should happen barring an injury. And you got to be excited for the Gibbs stuff. I mean, Gibbs is what a performance by Gibbs. Yeah, this is all going to be based on
4: Montgomery and when he's going to come back. Right, because he drifted out there. He was 85-1. to 1, I think I saw it one spot to win the Rookie of the Year in the last couple of weeks. It's because he wasn't getting—they weren't playing the guy. After all these false promises about, oh, wait till yep. you see what we got lined up for this guy. Uh, and then nothing. It's all Montgomery. And Gibbs couldn't even see the field. And then Montgomery gets hurt, and here you go. He had 150-plus yards last night, and uh, he was a man on a mission. And he's, he's the third shot now at DraftKings this morning to win Offensive hello. Rookie
3: of the Year. hello. Too much an overreaction? Well, uh, probably. Well, you, yeah, I know. It's like something else that happened in the middle of the night too. But uh, uh, great, good news. He had a phenomenal game. Good yep. win for Detroit. I mean, they, they totally dominated, and that would have. Next thing you know, this uh, uh the back door is open for the Raiders. So, but you know, it's fun. They're six and two. This is great. They're living up to yep. the hype. They saw a lot of things to fix and clean up, and they're they're like, you know. It's, it's you know, off the charts now what they are to win that division yeah they have a bye week coming up then they play at the Chargers
4: good game that should be a really good game yeah alright let's follow the money here on VC trick or treat the sports betting network up next we'll run down more of last night's betting action and win some lose some and a huge trade that Paulie quickly referenced there that took place overnight in the NBA have the title odds shifted too much we'll discuss next
1: Listen to a brand new season of math and magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels.
1: Last night wow winning or was it a rough one well they can't all be winners can they loser you're a loser and molly howard recaps the night in sports betting and winsome, some all
3: right let's rumble defensive or special teams touchdown yes plus 240 house call peters did you bet that yes right in my eye couldn't believe it i looked up i'm like wait a second i'm missing money from my account i was behind like 10 seconds it and oh, here oh we go, I go where was he throwing oh that's why no wonder why got me uh jacobs first touchdown eight to one the rangers do it again nine and zero on the road in the playoffs the gift that keeps on giving scherzer unders come in as well because he uh-huh. gets hurt great yeah oh yeah seager home run plus 320 ducks two to one upset the penguins blazers get a big win Plus 375, beat the Raptors on the road. Luca to get a triple double. Yes, plus 250. I mean, his numbers are stupid. Oh, they're silly. like 42, 11, and 9. The Bucks from five up to eight. A revenge against the Heat. Oh, did you see the shenanigans in that game? Yeah, uh, yeah, I know they're up big and they got foul. Yes, got got hairy late. Jazz Nuggets under 230 down to 225. Uh, what 110, 102 Denver joker with another triple double celtics wizards over 227 up to 232 subscribe be part of the team vsun.com our radio and podcast friends you always want to see these tweets and videos halloween edition this is the way look at this guy going to the mandalorian down the street we're asking our producer luke like what is he doing here and he thinks he's on like a motorcycle and it's tricked up but you can't see it as he goes, he goes as the Mandalorian, and he and he's got his the vehicle going down the street, and there's Baby Yoda on the back. Yeah. There he is, all dressed up. That's incredible.
4: Yeah, uh, smarter people than us can actually chime in with how he's doing this. I'm, Luke said maybe chrome. I said does he have like mirrors on the bottom?
3: Oh, that could be. Too. So you can't. Right. You,
4: it's gonna just look like the road, obviously. Right, right,
3: right. He nailed it. Yeah, it's Mandalorian. And, and how about the back? He's got the, he's got the Baby Yoda on the back too. You got every aspect of that, well done. And this is uh, creativity off the charts here. The guy goes as Randy Johnson. His girl goes as the pigeon. And <laughs> Randy, too soon, uh, in a spring training game where the the poor... poor oh, no, there it is. Good job, guys. That's uh, amazing. I mean, that? Yeah, right, I can, uh, where the, the bird didn't make it. they coming in fastball, right? Yeah. That's like 20 years ago. Yeah. Good memory. And Good it's a, recall. It's a brilliant move by them. Uh-huh. The only ambulance I want picking me up. this guy here he is dressed as the ambulance and they go <laughs> to the he provides the siren right with the howling that is great all lit up the dog dressed as the ambulance well done excellent this has nothing to do with Halloween but I wanted to throw it in here as well every day the dog meets the girl when she gets off the bus from school and she he he the dog grabs the backpack from her and just okay so I I, I got it on the way and that thing looks like it's heavy right look at it he's got it all right no problem here we go wagging the tail waves to the bus all right we'll see you and then all the way the long walk home how smart are these dogs look at him he's got the backpack his whole time in the mouth oh unbelievable well done lose some bulls pacers over 226 up to 230. no sir raptors from seven up to ten lost outright t wolves hawks under what happened here 234 and a half down to 227 and a half this went over, and the Wolves only scored 34 second-half points. Think about that. It was 127 to 113. Big comeback by the Hawks and the Grizzlies. Plus two and a half one up the favorite. They lose again. 0 oh four on the season. One lose some. This is out of line, out of control. I'm all there. For, I'm, I'm all bored. You know, all four, creativity. But they look, Look, it looks like the house is on fire with the guy's decorations on Halloween. And they go inside and see what he's up to. Come on.
4: That's pretty tremendous, actually.
3: But it looks like the whole house is on fire. No, I know. On yeah. the street. He's got some People lit up. With, oh, my God. I can't imagine what that's like. People probably call a 911 left and right. Because we got a fire down the street here. All four major sports in action. No better time of year to be a sports better. Our sports Equinox special. Sign up now. Get full VEASAN Pro access. Everything we do through May 1st for $120. Daily best bets. Unlimited access to the betting splits. Don't miss this limited time offer. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Sign up now. God, I don't know if I should be sitting here pointing the whole time. What His
4: neck was always, like, exaggerated. The macho man. Anyway, so um, what about the trade last night now? Uh, for those of you who missed it, it happened Good. way late overnight. James Harden, in fact, shipped out of Philadelphia to Los Angeles, where he will become a member of the Los Angeles Clippers. No Terrence Mann involved in the deal on the comeback for the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, The Clippers had to get some picks involved here, which, I, I mean... If they're there, this is like the Rams, right? A couple of years ago, going for it, giving up all their future picks, yeah, like they did in the Paul George deal, and now how the title uh, you you grabbed the Clippers before the season started, hoping that they would trade for Harden at twenty two to one. He talked about it on the air, and now they have dropped all the way down to
3: what the twelve to one range. Is that a little bit too short now with the Clippers? Well, DraftKings has a better odds than the Lakers and the same odds as the Warriors. I mean, we don't even know if this is going to work. I think it'll be okay. Uh, but that is, that's aggressive. Not to mention these guys get hurt all the time mm-hmm. with George and, and Kawhi. But, you, you know, you're starting five, Zubak, Kawhi, George, Harden. Uh, it's a pretty good starting five what they have. You got Powell coming off the bench. You got to keep man, uh, As you mentioned, you give up Morris, Batum, Covington, Picks, as you mentioned. You also get P.J. Tucker in the deal. It's a good job by the Clippers. You, know, you get to keep man, and you also you get to take back P.J. Tucker, too. I know he can't score, but he, he can be a good defender. So, you know, going forward, well, all right. If these guys can stay healthy, you got a shot here. I think they were going to beat the Suns without Paul George until Kawhi got hurt last year in the first round. So people forget how good Kawhi is. Problem is, he can't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, good. I, I get, again, I'm, I'm glad I got my future ticket on there. I thought it would happen. Harden was going to make life miserable for him, but this is a little. You know, a little now we're talking same odds as Lakers Warriors essentially. So yeah. that's that's too aggressive in my uh, yeah, mind.
4: Yeah, I think we've gotten a little bit carried away with that number. I will ask, when does James Harden want out of LA?
3: When does he want to get well, moved this, to another team? Well, this is it now. I mean, you can't you can't keep doing this. I mean, he has to play his ass off if he wants to get a nice payday, which will be his you know probably his final payday. So you got to go out and produce, and you can't, this is what, but this is the fourth theme he's done this to now? Oh, yeah. So you, yeah. you, you can't do this again. No, if, if you know, it you, doesn't work, he, yeah, that's he, it. James Harden,
4: message here, pal, you have no right to ever complain ever again. Nobody wants to hear it. You're yeah. not allowed to. Nobody no. should ever even explore that route with him, right? If he starts to chirp, go, go away. Turn the mic off, and we don't want to hear it anymore. Um, you're, you're done. You've. This is like uh, never cry wolf with you. So uh, I don't know if they can make it work or not. Like you said, he's now way up there in age as well. He's no longer in his prime. Uh, you know, if you told me right now that George and Kawhi were going combine, to combine to play, I don't know, let's say 150 regular season games and be there healthy for the playoffs, sure, this team could come out of the West. Yeah. If they're going to be there and yeah. be, be healthy for an entire playoff run, it doesn't matter
3: what seed they are. They can beat anybody they're deep. in that conference. They have depth, and that's... Uh... I wonder if, how much it had to do with the uh, loss over the weekend when Westbrook at the buzzer shot an air ball and Kawhi fell to his knees mm-hmm. <laughs> about what happened there. So I don't know how much that had to do with it. So, uh, all right, it's got a, got a shot on paper. Good. West is, I mean, is it better than we even thought? Look at the Warriors
4: last night. In a back-to-back and a belly-to-belly, they go on the road to the Pelicans, who we think are good, and the Warriors won by, like, 30? Yeah. They annihilated them. Curry had forty-two. He's like, hey, you forget about me. Remember this? Here's no seven
3: threes on top of you. No kidding. Well, I'll tell you this: if Kaminga and Moody continue to improve and play like that, watch out. But yeah. But then again, it's you know I still have to worry about LeBron and AD and uh, Durant and Beal and Booker. Well, you think so, about how much
4: talent is in the West. You're no, exactly no. right. I mean, and oh by the way, the Nuggets are still probably That's the best right. team. haven't lost. There you go. And Luca is bonkers. They couldn't even make the playoffs last year. Yep. So may, maybe Go with like you know this whole regular season between Luca and Irving, they can figure out a way to make this work and some of the other pieces that they added in the offseason. But uh-huh. uh, I'll tell you, that was – I missed that one last night. The Grizzlies opened up as a favorite against the Mavericks. They're a mess. The Grizzlies are an absolute mess right
3: now to begin the year. This might be easier than I thought with the win total under. You know, Jaws out the first 25 games and uh, Adams out for the year. Yeah. I mean, this is – three things quickly inside baseball. Uh, number one, Woj beat Shams pretty good on this. Shams must have went to bed. And and he, they're usually neck and neck breaking stories. Woj had like half an hour, an hour before Shams. Shams always talks about how he, he's, he doesn't do anything in his life anymore because he was once playing a pickup basketball game and he missed a big trade. Uh, and the other one was, how about what happened in the NFL game? Did you see the Walter Anderson fiasco? They throw it to to John Perry, their rules analyst, yeah. and they agree that was intentional grounding on the first drive on Goff. They go to commercial. They throw it to the VP of officiating, Walt Anderson, who says, "No, they got it right." You know, number one, that shows you the confusion about what are these guys doing and, and how the uh, officiating is absurd in the NFL. But then the NFL comes over the top and says, "Hey, throw it to our guy in a in a room in New York City to correct your rules analyst."
4: making it very easy for the uh, consumer of that sport Yeah. up next uh, World Series Game 4 preview coming up and uh, some more games tonight on the hardwood
3: before you make your next bet be sure to visit vcin.com check the current betting splits data want to know where the money and bets are moving every game it's updated with DraftKings odds every 5 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out future events as well. Betting splits another way. VEASAN's here to make you smarter, better year-round. Check it out every game, VEASAN.com. All right, we have game four tonight of the World
4: Series uh, being played in Arizona. 3-1 final last night. Rangers got the job done. They have a 2-1 lead now in the series. Corey Seager at DraftKings today after another home run. He's priced at minus one sixty five to be the World Series MVP.
3: No, wow. I think you know, I mean he wow. has to be after odds on happened, at this point. Well, yeah. After what happened in Game One, Saved their bacon. So uh, he's been phenomenal, and now this is a lot going on here now. So you were supposed to start John Gray, and did I interrupt you? Were you going to finish? So you, you lose, you lose John Gray. <laughs> I need the glasses back on. And now, and now Scherzer gets hurt, so you have to put Gray in there. And Gray was solid. So now it's Haney against uh, Maniply, and you're going with a bullpen game for Arizona. And now you don't know about Garcia's status, too. Mm-hmm. So this thing's uh, up in the air. Of, of The health now, and you might you lose one of your top hitters, and, and, and we'll wait with the oblique what his story is. And who knows if you have Max Scherzer in a game seven if it goes the distance. So, you know, I, I, I think he was going to have a solid performance. Who knows? I can say it because I can't prove it. But this is just uh, this is wild that they get the win. And remember the winning streak—they're nine and zero on the road—and they look to take a uh, stranglehold on this series tonight.
4: I'll tell you, the Diamondbacks had some really bad at-bats last night. And maybe I'm saying that as a bitter better because I had, for example, Corbin Carroll over his total bases. He did—the guy's awesome. He—it's yeah. one of the best rookie years you're ever going to see from a player in Major League Baseball. But he was not good last night at the plate. Uh, They couldn't really get anything going. As for tonight, I mean, there is like basically no sample size here between the batters and the pitchers facing each other. The only thing I can give you is that uh, Marte does have two home runs off Haney, but that's only in um, six at-bats in his career. Walker's gone deep twice against him as well in three at-bats. So it's like, okay, well, he's only seen him three times, two home runs, very small sample size. You can't, It's not like total ownage for a career or anything like that. Other than that, I mean, there is nothing here between the guys that are going to be going on the Hill today. Um, I, I To me, it looks like, just based on what we saw last night and the reaction that Scherzer's done. And uh-huh. I could be wrong on that, but, I mean, when you come in today and some of the talking points on, you know, MLB Network and other spots, we're asking the question, is he done for the World Series? Are we not going to see him back? That tells me... Odds are, I would say more than fifty-fifty that we don't see him again. Okay. Who knows? Could be wrong.
3: All right. Well, then, we'll in any event, then John Gray in Game Seven. Then yeah, I can do that. But this is, I don't know what to expect out of Haney. And the other one is, how long is he going to go? That's the other thing. So shocked that it was a three-one game. Um, Garcia couldn't go over his prop before the injury, and uh, you know now it's just Arizona should have been up two nothing, and now uh, yeah. and again how do you how do you go against Texas though on the road? what they've done here. I mean, this is staggering.
4: I'll tell you what Arizona needs, and they, they, it can't happen soon enough for them. They need to get to Gallen and Kelly. And I say that even though Gallen has not been great here in the postseason. But, and that will come in game five. I mean, if you could bump up the timeline here and go Gallen game wow. four and then Kelly game five both at home, that would be the ultimate scenario here for the Diamondbacks, but they can't do that.
3: Yeah, that's why, that's why the season's on the line. I mean, if you lose tonight, you're, you're going to win three. The way Gallon's been going, you're going to win three in a row. You know, you got to have confidence in Kelly, but that's it's it's going to be a tough assignment because then you're going to have which is difficult, not impossible, but you're going to have to win two on the road as well. Mm-hmm. Which they just did that though. But again, they just shocked the world against Philadelphia. But this is uh, you know, fought was was off last night. I thought that'd be something we expect for much of the postseason starts, which didn't happen with him. He's been a pleasant surprise, mm-hmm. but. But then again, I just uh, it's staggering, and uh, I've never seen anything like it. The Texas is able to go 9-0 and on the road here in the playoffs and continue this sick run.
4: Let me give you some of these home run props. Updated numbers here at DraftKings tonight for Game 4. So Seager, you had it in win-lose. What was he last night? Around plus 320 or so? Yeah. yeah that's the same number tonight. Yeah. Will he go deep, plus 320? He has 18 postseason home runs in his career.
3: Pretty good. Mm, yep. Moonshots, too. Oh, yeah. He's crushing the ball.
4: Uh, Josh Young is plus 550. Uh, Simeon is the same number in that range. And then if you, you want to flip and go on the other side here, Tommy Pham is plus 550 for the Diamondbacks. Marte is plus 360. I mentioned the success that Marte and Walker have had in a very small sample size. Christian Walker is 4-1 to one to go deep
3: in the game tonight. Um, How bad was the call in the ninth inning? Is it the reason they lost? No. But that's ball four, and that's going to be a, a walk to start oh. things. That, that, third, that, that pitch was so outside, and then he, he gets the ground out, and then it's a completely different inning. I mean, one on, one out, nobody on, opposed to a leadoff walk. It's it's night and day there.
4: He yeah. He so. also called a strike a ball. I thought that was hundred percent a strike, and then like two pitches later, did did he do that because he was pissed off? The batter was running down to first base. What a delayed reaction that was. Who knows? On a ball that I was know. six inches outside. Yeah,
3: you never know with ump show. You know, refs,
4: umps, whatever. It's just... Also, Christian Walker uh, coming home and after the third base um, uh, you know, coach put the brakes on. Mm-hmm. Last second, put the brakes on. Is he the slowest guy in Major League Baseball? Yeah. How does he not score there? It's a great throw. Great play by the catcher as well for the Rangers, but I don't know how he didn't score. I watched the replay. They're showing the replay right now in the studio. I'm like, what? How? Yeah. So... That's go- last night was such a big night. All those games in the NBA, the NHL. Uh, you had the Monday night game, the World Series game. Tonight in the NBA, now we have three games. We mentioned the Clippers trade. They uh, acquired James Harden late last night. They're laying 7.5 against the Magic. I'll tell you, the Magic are feisty. It's a back-to-back for this team. Yep. But the Lakers couldn't put them away last night. And they're off to a pretty nice young core here in, Ola- uh, in Orlando with the Magic. I like a lot of the, lot of the young players that they have. And 7.5 to me... I mean, that seems like a pretty big number tonight, although it's a back-to-back for the Magic, to keep that in mind.
3: Well, yeah, I like this Clipper team, and so far off to a good start, just uh, Utah, tough place to play, and uh, it, Kawhi and George have to get more help from the others, and uh, I th- I did, you're right with the spot, though, tough spot, yeah. and I would expect the Clippers to win comfortably, and uh, Spurs and Suns, your thoughts on Wembenyama so far in the first three games?
4: Well, a lot of turnovers like we anticipated. Yeah. I would still say he's taking way too many threes and concentrating too much out on the perimeter. Right, and I he, agree. He needs to get down um, down low a little bit more than what he is. It's going to be a work in progress here for a little bit. I think he's going to pop on television like you wouldn't believe, unlike anything that we've seen before in this sport. Uh, but it's also going to be messy at times, right? Because it's going to take him a little while to get used to this league. And he's so big. I mean, I just like watching him play, it's tough to like grasp exactly what he's doing at seven five. I mean when he when he brings the ball up and he goes between the legs and he's acting like a point guard it's like we – imagine watching this guy in person to
3: have an appreciation of what it's like because mm-hmm. on TV he makes it look so easy but that can't be easy I'm stunned that only one of the 3 games he's had a, a nice amount of rebounds I, yeah yeah that, that's, that's what really I'm saying. surprising right cuz it's just like you look how many rebounds Dennis Rodman used to get and I know it's about wanting and Rodman couldn't score and it's all he focused on but uh even I mean, Barkley was a, a rebounding machine I mean, yeah, the guy seven five should be cleaning the glass, no problem. Uh, and you think there'd be more blocks, too, just because people aren't used to his his length and, uh, and and wingspan. So, but, you know, okay. But uh, one good game and, and a mixed bag and the other two. And the other, you want to talk about revenge in a game that's circled on the calendar. Now, the question is, who are you going to have? The Cavs opened like two-point favorites. Now it's swung the other way. They're hosting the Knicks on national TV. You got embarrassed in the playoffs. You got humiliated. You were at home. You lost in five games, and you were pathetic offensively. You were so bad, you had to go out in the offseason and make moves and bring in shooters, which they did, and is off to a good start. So Mm -hmm. both teams are one and two, but, you know, with the Knicks, one of the losses was Boston. Great game, led late. Porzingis went off and couldn't stop them. And, uh, and the Clippers, excuse me, the uh, Cavs. Cavs have had a couple of tough losses, but you don't know Mitchell, Garland. Mm. You know, one of the games was a back-to-back. They sat people, so well, who they're going to play and what they're going to do with the injury report tonight as well. But, I mean, if you think, if guys are out there, this was, this was the series when Allen said the lights were too bright. Yeah. Wouldn't you ever hear that from an athlete?
4: No, not uh, you really don't hear that today. Um, I will say that. It feels to me, and they were gonna do something in the off season anyway, I thought the Cavaliers had a really good off season. It feels to me that they put together that many moves and brought in that many new players based on how humiliating it was against the Knicks in the playoffs. Like, right? I mean if they yeah. if, if that would have been a seven game series and they lost like the buzzer or down you know in the final minutes or whatever the game, right? Do they really tinker that much with the whole, you know, like top eight? Maybe not. But they didn't really have a top eight anyway last year, and I think they just realized, wait a second here—that's the next they're like the fourth best team in the Eastern Conference. We got torn apart. Yeah. I I will say one more thing on that um, Spurs Suns game. I'm very impressed with the Suns start. When yes. you consider yes. how little they've had Booker and they haven't had Beal yet.
3: Right. They they blew out Utah at home with with the two guys were out. Uh huh. And they they did whatever they wanted offensively. Durant uh, was great. Yes. Good could, point.
4: Could have, would have, should have. Yeah. But could have, would have, should have won that game against the Lakers. Yes. So could well, be yeah, up
3: twelve in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Right.
4: Yeah. Blew a huge lead. Uh, I think they scored only eleven points in that fourth quarter. Let's follow the money here on V-CIN, V Cin, the Sports Betting Network up next. Matt Umage is gonna join the program. V host here. Uh, we'll get some of his best bets in college football for this weekend. And there's a future bet that Matt says he likes. We'll find out who it is coming up here on V
1: Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, chief marketing and growth officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar.
0: It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson.
1: In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of math and magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is follow the
3: money on VSEN. Don't forget DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can bet five dollars in pocket two hundred in bonus bets instantly. All customers get a no sweat same game parlay every day. Download the app. Use promo code follow. Follow when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.
4: VSEN host Matt Humans joins the program. No, his uh, sh- now his show is called VSEN tonight. Weeknights at nine Eastern, six Pacific, and the Friday show turns into the Friday Night Circa Football Invitational. Matt, and uh, watch out now because James Salinas, who is a great contest player here in Las Vegas, seven and zero last week. Cool. And then we've you know, know known Kenny White for a long time. When he gets hot, get out of his way. He's in first place. <laughs> he put up a six and one, and Kenny is awesome. Once the totals start go- get uh, rolling, isn't he?
5: Yeah, he. I guess you could say he's white hot. Uh, because he is the uh, leader in the contest right now. Let's see. Yeah. 35, 19 and two against the spread, 36 total points, five and three on the best bets. And he went six and one this week, including four and zero on his college football totals. And uh, Kenny's really good with college football totals. For those who don't know Kenny, he's been a uh, odds maker and handicapper in Las Vegas for 30 plus years. And uh, he's having one, one of those uh, great years. So, he is in the lead in the contest. He's been at the top or near the top the entire time. James Salinas, who was uh, last year's third-place finisher, who won the Westgate Super Contest in 2015, he was off to kind of a rough start. But, man, a 7-0 and can uh, vault you up to standings pretty quickly. And uh, James had the first and 7-0 in the contest all season uh, last week. And this is uh, the part of the contest Derek Stevens likes the most. And that's uh, the, the survivor element where the cuts start this week. So after this week's games, the last place uh, con- last place uh, contestant in the standings will be cut each week for eight straight weeks. And uh, the two guys in most danger of being cut this week are Chuck Edel, the Iceman, who was last year's second place finisher. Uh, just, he's having a rough go with some of the college football totals. This year, Chuck's a really good uh, pro better, but tough ride in this contest so far. And Stanford Steve from ESPN, uh, those two guys are in danger of being cut this week and uh, like I said, we'll start one cut each week for eight straight weeks.
3: All right. I love the show. You do an excellent job. It's very entertaining, Mm -hmm. and a plethora of picks, as always. Catch that every Friday night. Welcome to the party, pal. You want to join the Oregon fun. We both have 30-to-1 futures on Oregon. I mean, boy, this schedule sets up for them here, and after their great performance in Salt Lake City, I I think they have an excellent chance to run the table. What say
5: you? I agree with you, and you guys got a better number at 30-to-1. Our our friend Joey Toons... Joey Fortuna's got Oregon at forty to one, and he's got a lot bet on forty to one, so he likes the Ducks. Steve Fezzik was uh, talking with me about this yesterday, and uh, I-, I think fourteen to one still bettable here. When you look at the Ducks' remaining schedule, and we think it's probably going to be a rematch between Oregon and Washington in the Pac-12 title game. Well, this Washington team's on wobbly legs right yeah. now. I'm not sure Michael Penix is, uh, you know, fully healthy. Looks like something's wrong with Penix. And Washington's been lucky to survive against two of the worst teams in the Pac-12 the the last two weeks in Arizona State and Stanford. And uh, I'm not sure there's a team that looks better than Oregon. Mitch, you were at the game in Seattle. I had Washington minus three and a half in that game. I felt fortunate to win it. I thought the Ducks were the better team for a a large portion of that game, and they kind of blew it. Um, You know, Georgia – Michigan, Oregon—I think you can make a case. Those are the top three teams in college football. Fourteen to one is uh, still bettable. I think, even though it's not the best number out there, you can't get fixated on that. Sometimes, if uh, I wouldn't say you're 2 late to the party at that type of number, you guys got thirty to one. Nice job over the weekend.
4: Well, I think the Ducks are more balanced than Washington, right? Because Washington's D mm-hmm. is suspect at best, and I think the Ducks have the athletes. And the overall unit on that side of the ball to be more competitive against some of the powers, yeah. uh, Washington uh-huh. would have to win like a you know a forty-eight forty-five shootout against some of these other teams.
5: Well, and that's a good point too, because when you look at the Pac-12, you know we've we've seen this for years that the uh, it's more of a finesse conference. And you don't have the physical, tough defenses that you see in the SEC or the Big Ten sometimes. But Dan Lanning, a former Georgia defensive coordinator. Uh, actually, Dan Lanning you know, spent time under Saban and Kirby Smart. I think he's brought that type of defensive mentality to the uh, Ducks, mm-hmm. and that's what uh, really attracts me and you know a lot of betters uh, to this team. Is that it's not the typical Pac-12 defense?
4: Yeah, it's follow the money here on Vison the sports betting network. Matt Humans, our guest, Vison host here. His show is called Veasan tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern. 6 p.m. out here on the West Coast. So the games that we have on the board this weekend, Alabama opened up six against LSU. Both these powers off a of bye week. They're playing in Alabama this week, uh, coming up on Saturday now. did the did, So it's been all like pro money on LSU. Did the number drop too far now? Do you want to get involved on the Crimson Tide?
5: Well, yeah, the numbers dropped far enough now that I can bet, Bama. I was not going to lay something more than three, but now there's threes across the board. Alabama minus three off a of bye. Uh, teams won six in a row. I think Nick Saban started to, uh, you know, get this team right. In the second half against Tennessee, twenty-seven nothing tied outscored uh, the balls in that game. I was really impressed by the way uh, Alabama played in the second half of that game. But also, Jalen Milroe I think is starting to gain confidence, playing better at quarterback. And the Tide had one penalty for five yards in that game against TCU. So I think they're playing all-around better football. It's also a revenge game. That Tennessee game was revenge for a Bama loss last year. You remember how the Alabama-LSU game finished in Baton Rouge? I like Saban to get revenge here against Brian Kelly. And like you said, there's no scheduling advantage because both teams are off a bye. But now this, now this number has dropped to three. Uh, I, yeah, I'll definitely call this uh, kind of like a buy low spot for Bama.
3: All right, this is go time now. We're in November, so there's only four games left, four weeks And uh, a little disappointed in the schedule this Saturday. With the early Mm -hmm. slate, there's only one marquee game. But you're involved. Kansas State and Texas. What do you think, Sark? Sark was going to bat for his squad yesterday, saying we have the best win in the country. We'll see where they are tonight when the rankings come out. But first things first, got to beat Kansas State at home.
5: Yeah, I was at the BYU Texas game on a Saturday afternoon in Austin, and Malik Murphy, the redshirt freshman, started at quarterback for the Longhorns. And if you look at the final score and you look at the box score, you'd think he played pretty well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was I was not impressed. Uh, I think Murphy's got a long way to go at quarterback. I, I thought his mechanics were sloppy. He was throwing off his back foot, fading away uh making a lot of lazy throws and you're gonna get away with that against the BYU defense ranks in the nineties and defensive efficiency. You're not gonna get away with that against Kansas State. And uh if you look at K State's last two games, uh pretty pretty impressive. And Chris is one of my favorite coaches anyway. And K State beat Houston forty one nothing. Week prior to that beat TCU forty one to three. K State can win the big twelve. And this is a huge game for the Wildcats, and I actually like K-State here. I was hoping, I know Paul Stone got the best number on this game. You can ask him about it. He, mm-hmm. he drove over to Louisiana when these uh, numbers opened on Sunday, and he got K-State plus seven. Oh, uh, oh, wow. four, four and wow! a half is the best number you can get right now. Uh, but I would still take four and a half here. I think K-State's going to be live to win this game, and the Longhorns are going to have some, uh, I think, some problems at the quarterback position now without Quinn Ewers.
4: Yeah, agreed. Matt, about 90 seconds here then. So one of mm-hmm. K-State's two losses this year happened at the gun at Missouri. What was a 60-yard field goal by the Tigers to win that game. Now that, that program, Missouri, they're catching a huge number at Georgia. It's around 16. Are you thinking about a bet here on Missouri?
5: I am. I like the way Brady Cook's playing a quarterback, and I still need to see a little bit more from Georgia. This team has faced a very soft schedule, and you guys remember a year ago, Georgia went to Missouri as a four-touchdown favorite and was life and death, needed a big comeback to win the game. I think the Tigers are playing with enough confidence going there, and I think have a shot to win. So if I if I believe a big dog like this has a shot to put in a scare, yeah, I'll take 16 points. So I, I haven't bet this yet. I want to see if it Might take up to 17 because you've got circa uh, one of the sharper books at 16. You might be able to get 17 at some point, but that's what I'm considering playing this week is the Tigers catching a bunch of points at Georgia.
4: Very good, Matt. Thanks for the time. Good luck this week. You bet. Thanks. There you go. Matt Humans. Again, if you can't watch the show on Friday night, I get it. It's late for most of you on the East coast anyway, um, well, here's the deal. You can get all of the picks when you become a VSIM Pro subscriber, VSIM.com slash subscribe. You're going to get every pick from every handicapper. Matt said the cut start this week. So a couple of guys there on the fringe who might get bounced, they're going to whittle it down and have an eventual winner. And like I said, Kenny White, I've known him for oh, a long, long time. Get out of his way. It's a freight train. Once he gets hot, he's the leader in the clubhouse. He was six and one last week. And James Salinas, great contest player, also 7-0. and oh. In the contest. This is Visons Follow the Money on the DraftKings Network. Playing more coming up today, including Gojo, Dan Lembitard, and Ross Tucker. Follow the Money is two more hours coming up here at the top of the hour. We will compare two sets of college football power ratings and tie it into predictions for tonight's college football playoff show. And people need to know this there is a difference between the two, sometimes big. We'll explain next.